0: This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. And welcome everybody to a comics episode of the Animaniacast. welcome once again to a special episode of the animaniacast this is the only podcast out there that's dedicated to the animated television series animaniacs and here we explore the series episode by episode we talk about all the cultural references and gags that we can find and of course in the end we give every episode a water tower rating but today it's just me and nathan so you know what that means it's another mm-hmm. comic book episode. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm Joey and of course joining me from California once again is my brother, Nathan. Uh, but what what's my motivation? <laughs> Your motivate? that's a good question of every podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> what is my motivation for doing this like, podcast? What? what? Am I, am I, am I, am I, I'm not getting paid? What? What <laughs> you know, he's like, What what now? Uh, yes, uh, we are t- our motivation today <laughs> is to talk about <laughs> another Animaniacs comic book And uh, this one, of course, is issue number 9 of uh, Animaniacs comic book And this comic I was very excited to read um, Probably the most excited I've been of any of the comics that have been coming up Because, Nathan, I guess just tell us real quick What's, what's the cover of this issue?
1: Well, it's it's a picture of Dot. She's lying on the bed. She's got, like, a wig that makes her look like Uma Thurman from Pulp Fiction, I would say. Um, She's lying on the bed eating popcorn. She's reading a book that's called Lethal Weapon. Uh, She's got uh, a Pez dispenser of Tweety on it. And then uh, to the left, you can see Natural Born Jokers. These are all text uh, Pulp Fractions and Reservoir Mice. They're all segments from this episode.
0: Yeah, so it's a very Pulp Fiction-esque what is she holding? Is that she's she's holding? That's a good question. I... It looks like cigarette box, but <laughs> mean... it makes no sense to me. Yeah, in the original cover, um, uh, it is a uh, she, Uma Thurman's holding a cigarette, and in this one, and I have the issue right in front of me. It almost looks like eyeballs or something inside, or candy yeah. corn, there's, or it's smoking though. You it's can see smoking. there's smoke coming from it. I thought oh, it was like incense. Oh my gosh, you know what it is? What? It's her pet. Um uh... It's her pet. It's the box with the pet inside. Those are eyeballs. That's okay. what it is. And it's
1: probably smoke from like fire that it breathes the Yeah. Oh my gosh. The box just looks it just looks too flat. It doesn't look like a cube,
0: it looks like a rectangle. To me it kinda looks like a cube, but Yeah, I could see it, but it's To yeah, it looks like a cube to me. So, but I could see that it maybe could look a little too flat. But to me, it looked that's really cool. Man, that's obscure. <laughs> and, and, and I think the problem is it's also kind of painted, not as good as it should be. It's just yellow and red inside there. So it, I don't even know if the colorist necessarily knew what they were drawing. <laughs> I mean, at least the pupils are red, so that's good. So maybe they did know, except they just couldn't get the other colors in there. Other than that little part right there, it is really an outstanding cover. I love this cover of Animaniacs Mm -hmm. comic book. It's so cool. It's so 90s, and of course at the top, instead of saying, winner, best picture, 1994, Cannes Film Festival, on the the original poster, it says, based upon the Peabody Award-winning cartoon, Mm -hmm. Animaniacs, a Warner Brothers production, instead of Pulp Fiction, a Quentin Tarantino film. Um... And it's—I mean—the original Pulp Fiction cover of the poster was meant to look like an actual cover of a novel, so it's just so cool to see where the original poster said ten cents. This one says a dollar fifty, and so on and so on.
1: Mm, yeah, and I like the—it has that kind of paperback cover
0: look to it. Where? Yeah, it, it has like little uh, the creases and stuff. The, the where the cover has. Uh, you know the paint has, has worn away again. Just it's just such a good cover. It looks so similar mm-hmm. to the uh, to the original poster. I, I I love it. I love it. Yeah, love it, love and
1: it. the text of Animaniacs. Is yeah, like that perfect font of pulp exactly. fiction kind of.
0: Yeah, it's a really good cover. So this will be you know this is the cover art for our our episode this week. So of course you can see it over at animaniacast.com to to check it out. But. Um, as we go through this comic book, uh, if you like to check out some of the visuals and stuff like that, well, obviously there's a couple ways to do it. No, I'll be, you know, obviously the first way to do it would be to buy the comic book. <laughs> um, I got the comic book in front of me right here, and I went to, I believe it was MyComic. Let me look at it up here. Yes, MyComicShop.com, and uh, I was able to nab uh, many issues of Animaniacs, on there and uh, it's really cool just to be able to have those and again they only cost about three bucks usually an issue sometimes less sometimes a little bit more but on average you're not gonna be paying any more than a comic book costs today I mean com- most comic books today are about five bucks I think sometimes each so hey you're getting it in most cases cheaper than a comic book <laughs> uh, you would be able to get today but If you're not able to do that, then really just a little basic Google searching, you should be able to find some scans of this comic book as well, for preview purposes, of course. Uh, (laughs) Because it's not uh, republished, it hasn't been republished digitally uh, or compiled into any uh, official source for some time. Who knows, maybe with the reboot coming out, maybe Warner Brothers or DC will uh, put something together, but In the meantime, those are your two options for checking those out. Well, this episode, this issue, I should say, came out in January of 1996, and uh, this was a lot of uh, Quentin Tarantino stuff. There's actually two Quentin Tarantino uh, parodies in this. Of course, there's Pulped Fractions and then Reservoir Mice, and then there's Natural Born Jokers, of course, uh, which was parodying Natural Born Killers from 1994 and that's directed by Oliver Stone so Nathan of those three films which ones are you familiar with
1: Um, I know of all three of them
0: but I've only (laughs) seen uh, Pulp Fiction (laughs) (laughs) yeah me too and I should have done some more I tried to do more homework for this this, uh, discussion I was like I'm going to watch Natural Born Killers because my wife had seen that as a kid she actually saw it many times, and she said it messed her up <laughs> as a kid. Yeah, uh, so anyway. Uh, but natural-born uh, uh, killers and uh, and reservoir dogs I have not, not seen. But I, I remember when Pulp Fiction came out, you know, it's like everyone loved Pulp Fiction in the 90s. It's like one of those things, like in my high school, like you had to see pulp fiction because that was just such a cool movie and then everyone else was like well if you think that's cool you should really check out reservoir dogs because that's even cooler and i've never been a big quentin tarantino fan so i've been like yeah whatever (laughs) (laughs) Uh, have you have you really kept up with uh, tarantino's films at all nathan um, what was the last couple that he did? <laughs> that was the the last one he <laughs> did was uh, the last one. The last one I believe was it, was the Hateful Eight. Was that what yeah? It was I called? missed that one,
1: but I saw um, you know Django Unchained. That was him, right? And, yeah,
0: that was Django Unchained. I like Django um,
1: Unchained. Yeah, I've, I've seen a couple. Of, I, I've I, I think I've seen since like uh, Kill Bill. I think I've seen all of them. Okay, so
0: yeah, I've, yeah, like Kill Bill Except a lot. For, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, even though we are not Quentin Tarantino fans, we are Animaniacs fans. I mean, like, I'm not, I don't dislike Quentin Tarantino. I enjoy yeah, it.
1: Yeah. I'm just, I'm not, I wouldn't, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to insult the fans by saying I'm a fan or insult the fans by saying I'm not a fan. I'm just <laughs> saying.
0: <laughs> you have enjoyed the films that you have yes. seen of Quentin Tarantino, and so have yeah. I. <laughs> so exactly. We'll leave, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into it and let's start off with these I guess you could call it sort of a segment, but actually there it's a one segment that's kind of filler in a way. And it's or maybe natu- all the other segments are within this segment. Oh, yeah, that's what? true. This is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start off. It starts off with Natural Born Jokers and in Natural Born Jokers uh which was written by Dave King and penciler was Leonardo Batic and inker was Scott McRae. Letterers Agnes Panaha, colorist Tommy Berg. Uh, it is definitely colored in a different way. Uh, Nathan, describe to us what's uh, what this is all about here.
1: Um, so natural born jokers. Are we just talking about the
0: first? part Yeah, of it? I guess we could talk about the first part because <laughs> this is like the first part of this thing. Exactly. So um, we have a reporter,
1: and he's talking about the worst. Uh, Jokers, I guess.
0: <laughs> the worst Jokers, yes.
1: And you would think it would be Joker from the Batman series, but no. <laughs> uh, it's the Warners. They're the worst. Uh, <laughs> because they keep doing uh, pranks. Uh, for instance, they're going to shoot a
0: pig in the air. And I think that's the end of the <laughs> That's it. They're like, watch them shoot this pig up in the air. This guy kind of looks like a Geraldo Rivera type. And it, like I was saying, it's colored very differently. It's almost like a black and white... Well, he's colored in red. Mm -hmm. And then whenever they're they're showing the Warners, they're shown in black and white with their red noses. And when I first saw them loading this pig onto this barrel with a a plank on it, at first I thought, oh, they're just showing them a clip from uh, one of their old cartoons, but as we'll see in a few moments, that is not the case. Um... Yeah, I guess they, they do interview three people too, that
1: about the Warners in this mm. little section. One of them's clearly Yakko with a beard, and
0: then one Slappy
1: squirrel. And do you
0: know who this third guy is? is that is that not a at all. Character? There's they, they do interview some people, um, about them, and they say, oh, you know, Yakko with a beard says, uh, what does he think about me? They're the... mad, bad, and dangerous, but I kind of like him. And then Slappy, who is colored totally incorrectly. Yeah, it's and weird in fact, colors. Yeah, and in fact, for whatever reason, her and then the other guy are not colored with the red either. Like, they're colored mm-hmm. with a blue background. And she says, hey, get out camera out of my face. Sheesh. And then this weird guy with a man bun and a huge beard, almost looks like Santa with a man bun, mm-hmm. says, Yoko and who? Or Yako and who? Is this for TV? I guess he's like a... He's an old... Prospector? I don't know what's going on with this guy. I don't know. Yeah, I was just like Santa, and then (laughs) (laughs) and it is weird that the the host right here named Wade Wade Whale W A I L Whale is uh, hosting this show called American Animaniacs. Um, almost like an Inside Edition kind of guy, and I know that. the actual show, Natural Born Killers, has shots very similar to this, you know, filmed in a very black and whitish uh, artistic style. And it looks like they're really trying to go for this in this original segment, you know, mm. like the way that they the angles of Wade Whale are totally at weird, you know, <laughs> 45, 30 degree angles at times he's you know the the position of the camera is all over the place so it has a gritty sort of feel to it um but not very funny feel to it (laughs) (laughs) but that's the first part right there of uh of natural born jokers any any first thoughts here nathan on the first quick segment it's only two pages long
1: yeah um i'm excited that it seems like this will be a whole thing, I guess.
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh, look, they're making a whole story out of a thing. Yeah. So it's it's yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's in the first time where everything's trying to be connected. tied together. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's cool. Well, then we get into pulped fractions, and now I'm like, all right, here comes the pulp fiction parody. Uh, basically, starts off with uh, the Warners, and they're running away from Ralph once again, and. You know, Ralph's going to get him. He says, I'm going to get yous, rotten kids. And they say, yeah, well, you better watch out for that bloated, overweight pig before you nab us, Ralph. What bloated, overweight pig? Oof. And the pig lands on him. This is the pig that landed on him after they shot him up in the air in Natural Born Jokers. Oh, I did not catch that joke the first time I read this comic book. <laughs> I, I, it's like two pages later. You it, well, it. yeah, exactly. And I, the style was different, and I, you know, I just thought they were cutting away to a different story, and I had no idea why, the, why a pig was landing on him until I read it again, and I was like, oh, that's kind of clever. But <laughs> they are basically running through the Warner Brothers lot, and they find out that this director named Squinton. Tarantella who is Hollywood's hottest director is going to be shooting his first film for the studio and the Warners say, Oh my gosh, we, we really want to be in the film. We'll star in it. And Mr. Plotts will not have this. He tells Dr. Scratch and sniff to take these kiddos out of there. And it turns into this big thing where the Warners are basically trying to get into the, into the movie each time. Um, the two stars of this are parodies of Bruce Willis and Uma Thurman. The names of the stars are Bruce Biceps and Uma Thermus. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, it's kind of the typical, you know, stuff we've seen from some Animaniacs cartoons. Just every time they say, okay, get these kids out of here, and then they jump in. And they say, make him laugh, make him laugh. And they say, hey, get out of here. And they jump in again and again and again. Uh, Bruce Willis' character, what's this guy's? Bruce Biceps, mm-hmm. uh, he cries a lot. Um, to me, I was kind of looking forward to seeing a John Travolta parody myself. I don't know about you, Nathan. Yeah. Because Bruce Willis, while he is in Pulp Fiction, I don't remember him sharing many, if any, scenes with Uma Thurman.
1: Yeah. So I, uh, yeah. I I'm guessing maybe they were in a scene to get I don't know.
0: It's, yeah. It's been too like, it's definitely not the two iconic characters you expect to see in well, a yeah, pulp they, fiction they,
1: parody. They had separate stories Yeah, the you know, they really didn't have a
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like a little disappointed that, you know, there no John Travolta stuff in there. But anyway, a lot of this stuff is taking place in a diner uh and it has almost nothing to do with Pulp Fiction. Again, just a little bit disappointed that it didn't really have anything to do with it.
1: I mean, there uh, is a diner scene in Pulp Fiction there where there are robbers. Uh, they weren't Uma Thurman and Bruce Willis playing the robbers,
0: but. <laughs> <laughs> I will give them that. <laughs> so that's that's it. <laughs> um, so, a, a confusing part right here, Nathan. I don't know about you. And, well, not about confusing. I think they were trying to make a joke and it just landed flat for me at least. They say, okay, you get back in the tower until the filming is over and you can't come out at all. And they say, not at all, not at all. And then Wacko says, but that'll be weeks. What if we have to go to the toy? And they put their hands on his face and say, hmm. you can't say that word in a comic book. Yeah, you, don't, you never know if impressionable grown-ups might be reading. So... Um, yeah. The word toilet, you can't say in the comic book. <laughs> this coming like, from... Why would he not be saying potty, too? It's yeah, like, exa- wow. exactly. Well, he, <laughs> that's why he never says, I have a toilet emergency. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It it was just like, that's dumb. You can and say... To say toilet is a bad word. I know. It's the like, stupidest really? Thing. It really was just confused. That was why it was confusing. I'm like the word toilet is a totally acceptable clean like it's not a dirty just, word like, to say and
1: then it cover his mouth <laughs> right exactly i have to take a
0: yeah like cover that up <laughs> not toilet <laughs> there exactly they, but that's the thing it's like they could have taken it in a much funnier direction which would be even just slightly risque like yeah. you don't know where he was going to say to take A, you know, whatever. Like that's what the, you're right Nathan. They should have said take A covers mouth <laughs> Cuz at least I could cover I could I could fill in the the blank with a lot but of like, words. wow, that was risky. Yeah, exactly. And like what? But they didn't. But... Oh well. So anyway, they climb up the rock the water tower. Eventually they they do get out of the water tower once again though because they do a uh, a parade to distract Ralph, right? And uh, mm-hmm. one of the parade people looks like Marita, the hip hippo. Mm-hmm. They slam a mallet down on Ralph's head, which I thought was a little out of character for the Warners. <laughs> like, yeah, for it Wacko. like
1: an overkill. They, like they had distracted him, and then the joke yeah, is that they to just me it's ended like, up knocking him unconscious anyways.
0: So yeah, they didn't need to do a parade. But... To, to me, it's like I've never seen Wacko actually hit Ralph with a mallet. I don't know. It was a very small thing it's only one shot but still it was like i i expect wacko to do that on i don't know mr director it's totally hilarious somehow when he (laughs) does it to to ralph who's just he's just dumb It's not like he's a mean guy he's just dumb (laughs) he's just doing his job he's just doing his job and you are already free. Like you're out <laughs> you're of the tower out. already. He was already like... looking. Ralph was already looking the other direction. He's enjoying this parade that they put on for them, for him, and uh, he has to hit him on the head. Oh well. Anyway, <laughs> they go back. They go back into the movie set, and they ride this wave of water into the Squintin Tarantella film. And this time they're doing a bank robbery scene or something like that. And uh, they jump in in Tarzan outfits and ruin the scene once again. uh, Again, I'm just kind of skipping over some of the the lame jokes in here because really verbally there's not much (laughs) to talk about. Uh, But at the very end, it gets pretty weird. At the end, they say, Ah! Why? What, what is with the, all the singing and surfing and stuff? Anyways, we're trying to make a movie full of tough guys, cool chicks, and hardened criminals. So Yakko says, "Why didn't? Why didn't you say so? Are you? Are you two thinking what I'm thinking?" The Warners zip off, and they come back dressed up as kind of a Bonnie and Clyde-ish kind of uh, gangsters, mm-hmm. and they pull out these feathers out of their, you know, guitar cases instead of machine mm-hmm. guns. Lights, camera, feathers, and rope. Put your hands up over your head and hand over your giggles. So yeah, they tie everybody up and they tickle their feet with feathers. The end. It's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) But they... Yeah, so they tickle everybody. The end. Yeah. What do you think about this first one here, Nathan?
1: It had a promising start, and I don't think they knew where to go with it. I think they could have done something better with it. And, you know, um, I think it kind of fell flat. I was, you know, it just didn't live up the, to the expectations, I guess. Not at all. I'm just like, oh, man, a uh, uh, uh,
0: Pulp Fiction, you know, parody is going to be pretty funny, you know, like that. Uh. No, um, not at all. Just, it just kind of, it just really fell flat yeah. it just in especially after that cover that was so spot on you thought oh my gosh mm-hmm. this is going to be a great issue parodying uh, at least some aspect of pulp fiction but really yeah. it didn't like parody anything from pulp fiction really it, it didn't have yeah
1: it really didn't have anything to do with it could have been any movie you know you could have replaced yeah. these actors names and the director's name with any other you know it could have been anything could have um, been anything So, And then the ending just kind of falls flat. I'm just like, uh, we'll just tickle him, and that's the end. Yeah, it's like those
0: Saturday Night Live sketches. It's like, uh, end with this. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, we don't have an ending. Just have him do that. Uh, So anyway, let's just move on. Uh, There's a middle segment right here, which guess goes back to the natural-born jokers uh, thing. So Nathan, why don't you do the honors? This time, since it's only a couple pages, why don't you be this... Okay. This, this host, Wade this Whale. Host,
1: he Man. has the same thoughts that we do. Okay, so Here we he's go. talking about the last segment. Terrible. I'm sure you'll <laughs> agree. <laughs> As these people do, we spoke to some of the victims of the Warner siblings. Sir, you're the
0: CEO of the Warner Brothers Studio, yes? E- what? This is Mr. Plotz, by the way. That's my Mr. Plotz impression. What? Do it again. Thank you. I deny everything. I did my best to control them. Everyone knows that. I I have to go. I need I need a quiet nap somewhere.
1: And the nurse who looked after them. What did she have to say about them? (gasps) And and what (laughs) and what of those of the front line of danger? We asked one of our brave law enforcement officers for his thoughts.
0: Well... Oh, that's terrible Ralph impression. Let <laughs> try it again. Uh, well... Well, uh... uh can, can you give me Pamela Anderson's autograph?
1: Finally, we asked the opinion of a respected psychiatrist.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. I have psychoanalyzed the Warners. The warners are classic examples of the toon subculture, you know. Their psychotic tendencies are often laughed off as childish excess, but I don't think they are any kind of laughing matter. In fact, perhaps I could interest you in purchasing a book I have written on this subject. He holds up a book of I'm okay, they all tunes. Or they're all tunes. I think it's it's a parody of I'm okay, you're okay. Yeah, Mm. anyway. Uh, to add
1: to this horrific story, we've discovered that the Warners don't always work alone. Footage obtained uh, from a, for us from a private source will show us their partners in insanity. And it's a picture of Pinky and the Brain. And the Brain is... You
0: barely see the Brain's Yeah, head the Brain's head. So yeah, not a very good mugshot <laughs> of the Brain. Yeah. Well, that's when we get into our next segment right here of Reservoir Mice. And Reservoir Mice was written by dave king it was a penciler was walter carzon inker scott mccray letterer bapanaha colorist joe mignot nathan what happens here in reservoir mice well pinky and the brain star in this and they try to take over the world and that's pretty much it well it's true but how nathan how
1: (laughs) so we start off uh they're standing by a lake and they're like yes the ducks are laughing And they're like, yep, they're laughing. We did it. We finally are going to take over the world. Um, And it's like, one of the ducks are laughing? And it's like, who thinks this all started with that silly question? And then it's Pinky asking, what do you want to do tonight? And Brain says, try to take over the world. You know, the same thing we ever do every night. Yeah, (laughs)
0: let's talk about that real quick. He says, you know, this all started with your idiotic question. So we're about to go into a flashback Mm -hmm. uh, segment of how these ducks were laughing. Um, They just reused the the same uh, couple panels. They've done this the past few times Mm -hmm. of uh, what do you want to do tonight, Brain? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. They color them differently but uh, to save a little time and money, they just recycle the same two comic frames. Kind of interesting. I mean, it is a really cool... We've talked about it before. Yeah, that brain face. Yeah, that brain face. (laughs) 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 When he says try to take over the world is intimidating and it looks just almost evil. Uh, I like it a lot, uh, but I kind of wish they would use something else because it's like, whatever. Anyway, what happens for the
1: rest of the story, Nathan? Um, so Pinky, uh, we start off, uh, this is in the flashback, I guess still. So uh, Pinky's watching TV and he's watching uh, the Capitol. He's watching some people in Congress filibustering and he thinks it's hilarious. Meanwhile, Brain's working on a laughing serum using helium um, and Pinky's like going off on this joke um, and Brain's like stop you, are you pondering what I'm pondering and so he just realized that he can use this laughing serum on the fools from Capitol Hill so he's gonna poison the water supply with this laughing serum so that all the politicians will be laughing and no one will take them seriously and they won't be able to get anything done I guess so um, first though he's gonna need some help getting the uh, Laughing serum into the water supply. So he goes to a bar. I guess it's like a. How would you describe? It's it's like where this in villainy. <laughs> in wretched Hive. Yeah,
0: except it's 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 a. Uh, it's isn't a parody of like Jack Rabbit Slims from actually Pulp Fiction, I believe. I'm, I'm guessing. I haven't seen the movie. I think, but yeah, I think, they, the... I think they name it so, like, in some, in some point. But this is where they meet the reservoir mice. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they call it Jack Mousy, Jack Mousy Slims. Slims. There it to. is. Yeah, favorite watering hole, the criminal element. Mm-hmm. And they meet these three mice. There's just mice everywhere in this little... Very kind yeah. of fancy place. There's, like... <laughs> candelabras or something on the yeah, walls. That some people
1: look like they're just on dates
0: yeah. you know, in the background. It's not um, a very unsavory place. It actually looks like a pretty <laughs> nice... There's tablecloths <laughs> on all the tables. This this place actually looks pretty high class. Anyway, what happens? Yeah.
1: So there's the there's three mice in particular who are wearing uh, suits and sunglasses and the brain immediately walks up to them and tells them um, I'm going to need your help. Um, in layman terms, I wanted to help I want you to help take over the world. Um, and then like, why don't you just say so? So they're all like... Uh, they're all kind of dumb, but like... <laughs> and
0: one of them looks almost identical yeah, to Pinky. He has one tooth instead of two. Yeah. That's the it's only difference. It's ridiculous that they decided to do two mice that look I, I exactly... think his ears are a little bit bigger. Yeah. It was a really... It was... I, I will never understand why they decided... <laughs> to do that because there's out of the three mice two of them kind of have round heads like brain I guess one of them kind of looks like brain yeah it it just seems to me like why do that why have like the one of the on the next page page 23 that shows them walking down an alley and pinky and this other pseudo pinky are walking next to (laughs) each other and it just looks like well, there's Goofy Pinky, and then there's like depressed Pinky behind him because he, <laughs> he looks looks like he's moping or something. They, they gave him pink eyes too.
1: Yeah, okay. like so they're they... trying to do as many little things because they're like, man, like I think the colorist <laughs> is like, I got to do something because these like, are impossible to <laughs> tell apart.
0: Yeah. So anyway, <laughs>
1: uh, so they're they're gonna get the uh, solution first. Pers- the brain's gonna give everyone nicknames. Uh, based on color. So there's Mr. White, Mr. Blonde, and Mr. Burnt Sienna. <laughs> and <then>, uh, <laughs> and Picky's Mr. Pink, and Brain's just going to be Mr. Brain. So they're
0: moving this solution, and it's really heavy. They couldn't get um, a car, so it looks like they're just putting this on a roller skate, and they're going to yeah. wheel it all the way to Washington, D.C. Apparently they don't live that far, I guess, because at one point they're only five miles away.
1: But um, first, Still, they run five, a, still walking yeah, five, five miles, miles uh, on a little roller skate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're going to be there right. in like
1: a week. Uh, they get stopped by a police officer before they can get there. Um, and all of them are like, uh, it's for our uh, sick granny. She watches too much uh, game shows on TV. Uh, yeah, the game show's on TV, sir. It's uh... And then Bray's like, actually, we're just trying to take over the world. And the cop's like, oh, okay, I guess that's okay. You crazy mice are always up to something. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't.
0: it just I think, goes but it just they tried to do the joke where you know like mr was it mr perkins you know <laughs> where he's going to get all yeah. the gold and you know again it didn't work for whatever reason is as, as well this time i think mainly because he said you mice like oh you crazy mice are always up to something
1: it's like yeah i think no. usually it's supposed to be like they don't they just don't
0: believe him. Is or the they joke. think he's a little person or yeah. something like that.
1: but to think like, yep, you are a mice and you are trying to take over the world. Ha, Good ha, for ha. you. And I'm like, what? Good luck with that, mice. And then I didn't like that. I was like, it doesn't sound smart to be like, actually, my minions are lying. We're going to Washington. It just doesn't come out like... <laughs> it just makes the brain sound really dumb, like that he can't even like, do a yes and. Maybe
0: this is... <laughs> just saw the movie liar liar and he has to tell the truth <laughs> and then he's like i did so good as a leader is
1: basically what he says after that
0: yeah well <laughs> it just kind of annoyed me oh well, right. he just and rides then, the bottom um, by the way he's riding this bottle by the yeah, way all the mice are pushing push him. at all yeah he just has them push him along so anyway that's they- when the the other mice when they're finally five miles away they see a red balloon
1: like hey that could help so that the bottle won't be as heavy that's actually kind of smart but they uh untie the balloon and then they uh, don't realize how light they are and they get lifted up into the air um, and they don't realize that they should let go so they're just flying in the air uh, you can see that in the background as Brain's saying to Pinky that you'll have to push it the rest of the way basically and you can see the a bird comes and pops the balloon and they all fall to their death I assume yeah the, those sad. three mice <laughs> crashed to their deaths it's kind of um, like a <laughs> Uh, Sherry Bobbin's kind of thing at the end. Yeah, of
0: her... there's Sherry Bobbin goes <laughs> off in the background, and she's nope, she's sucked up by a jet. It's basically <laughs> the same thing happening here. So now this is a part where it's just like again, the first one, it's like, well, we got to get to an ending here. Let's we're running out of panels. <laughs> so, yeah. So this one, I don't get like. So is this the water supply that they brought it to? Like they were they, gonna test? The, are they testing? Because they, they already they already have a bottle yet. They have a bottle of this stuff. <laughs> And for but some like, reason... Why would they have to test it all the way in Washington, D.C.? Couldn't they have tested it, like, in the lab? Well, you yeah, know, where you would think that <laughs> they would do that, but no. Brain suddenly realized when they're about five miles away from Washington, D.C., we better <laughs> test this stuff. Just dump the whole
1: bottle that we've been moving yeah. this whole
0: way into Yeah, yeah. so pond. They, they start dumping this into this little pond, um, and the ducks are all laughing. Quack, 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 quack. Mm-hmm. And... Pinky says, you did a great job, Brain. Slaps him on
1: the back. Brain falls into the lake, starts laughing and says, oh, I forgot to make an antidote for us. Um, now I'm completely incapacitated and we'll have to do something tomorrow night because we're going to try to take over the world. So something. Unless we can think of something funnier to do. Ha, ha,
0: ha, ha, ha. And they didn't think of something funny to do this time. Let me tell you. Ha, <laughs> uh, ha, ha, ha. Um. <laughs> Yeah, this that pinky in the brain was it's it again. It was just almost on the verge of getting pretty good. I thought. Yeah. It almost felt like like that one could be adapted in a way. Like I'd like to see like them team up with other mice and take over the world. And but it just maybe it was just because they didn't have the amount of space that they needed to really tell a, a good good enough story. Yeah. I just felt truncated and and incomplete. But that's that. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, we wrap up right here with an exclusive interview that uh, the host right here, Wade Whale, has. This time he's going to sit down with the Warners, and they don't say a lot of funny stuff, but they certainly (laughs) drive him crazy. (laughs) They get in his face, and they tell him, you know, like Dots, like, saying that, you know, he's cute, and, and then wacko is asking for candy and yakko's kind of like twisting his words a little bit like uh he goes tell us about your outrageous exploits he goes i don't have any exploits all my points are still points um ha 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 anyway (laughs) at the yakko's also trying to pull off his wig but he doesn't have one yeah it's he very quickly goes insane he just kind of says "Heh, you little brats are driving me crazy Ha ha, ha 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 whoop whoop. And he runs off and then technical difficulties happen and the screen goes black and then they go to commercials. Um Acme Cat food at the very end. Uh the end. That's the end of that uh that story. Nathan. Uh, we're gonna talk about the com- we're gonna talk about the little ads and stuff like that here in just a moment, because I think that's kinda cooler than some of the segments that they have in here. <laughs> but um Let's go ahead and uh, get to our Water Tower rating. Nathan, what do you think? Out of five Water Towers, how many would you give this comic book? Um, I'll say
1: two and a half, I guess. I, I mean, like, both segments are just not good, I, but I appreciate, like, I really do like the idea of like making this whole comprehensive, like story, but I, I don't know. I just didn't like either of the, <laughs> yeah. Um, so two and a half.
0: Would any of those feel like it might be television worthy. You'd have to like change to...
1: the ending on both of them. I think. Yeah. To, uh, I mean, they, I don't know. I would love to see a Pulp Fiction you know parody, I think. It would be really awesome, but I, I think you'd almost do a completely different story to it. Than yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> it's like,
0: almost keep the titles, but then change everything else. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this one three, but that is incredibly generous, and that is all going to the cover <laughs> of this comic, <laughs> because literally the, the cover is just amazing. I love, 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 love this cover. And I've looked at all the covers of the other Animaniacs comic books, and this might be my favorite of all of them. There might be one or two other ones I think are kind of cool, but this one to me just kind of—it's just done so so well. Uh, I would, you know, if I were to meet the uh, let's see, who's who's the cover artist on this one right here? Uh, I can't tell. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess it's uh, me. You? No, hang on. You <laughs> can find out. <laughs> Anyway, this would be a cover. I mean, I would get this signed if I could, Uh, in fact. It's just such an awesome cover, and I wouldn't worry about framing it and everything and never reading it what's inside because I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) It's the cover that's the awesome part. Uh so yeah I'll give it 3 but that's basically all for the cover. It's just not that funny of a comic. There's not really any funny parts to it. Um I really miss the ones that we read that so far I think the best one was uh I want to say it was issue might have been issue number 6 I think. Um with the with the ancient Egypt and
1: uh the old west yeah, that, one and everything. That was yeah, yeah that was number 6. That was I think my favorite one. Yeah, too. that
0: was written again, you know why? Because it was Charles M. Howell and Gordon Bresick like writing it. And mm. it felt more like an actual animaniacs show. Like it was written really well. The And there was like activities in that one. They had the chicken yeah. boo disguise kit. <laughs> There's no maze or anything in here. Instead, we have some advertisements or some video games, so like a WrestleMania uh, arcade game from Acclaim that you could play on PlayStation and PC CD-ROM. There's a Dungeons & Dragons uh, thing. Uh, There's a Dragon and Dragon Dice. So, you know, they're going for the (laughs) Dragon Masters out there. (laughs) The coolest um, ad, though, has got to be the Honeycomb one because... I don't remember this kind of stuff at all. It says, you've got the power to get up to $6 off Sega pocket arcade games. I thought that was $600. But... No, it almost looks like $600, <laughs> does not it? I would, there's no decimal point, just the zeros are smaller. So I would have totally gone over after the post cereal company and said, nope, I want $600. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it was like all these coupons inside of Honeycomb to get these little, I don't know. They're like the Tiger electronic games. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there the Sega version right. of it. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a hockey game on here that some people might remember from Midway called Open Ice. And it was an arcade game, which I don't remember that at all. And then we just have some... Uh, oh, there's a video game right here, Vector Man, which I don't remember at all. And that was on... That was from Sega. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I can't even tell what's what... What this was on, I guess. Oh, it's on the Genesis. There you go. The ads, even the ads are kind of lame, though. Yeah, they're <laughs> only like they have another Jeans one. and Yeah. Oh, well. But... <sighs> the cover's <laughs> awesome, though, folks. Hopefully, you enjoyed our discussion about this, though. <laughs> in our, in our... <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and uh, we'll, we'll, next week we'll have. Well, we're planning on a few special ideas, but if we don't get to that special idea, we'll at least talk about another episode of Animaniacs. And uh, Kelly will be back with us and everything. So, yeah. Until then, Nathan, why don't we get to some contact information? Where can people get in contact with you online?
1: Well, I believe I still have a Twitter account.
0: Uh, yeah. FT. that's me. Awesome. And you have like over 50 followers now. Yeah, at least 51 followers. That so. uh, is so amazing. So follow yeah. Nathan on Twitter. <laughs> and as for the Animaniacast, we are on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And, of course, we're over at Discord. You can talk to me and Nathan about really anything Animaniacs or anything in pop culture in general by joining the Retro Zap discord page you can talk to us you can talk to other retro zap hosts from all the different podcasts that we have just join by going to discord.animanicast.com and that will basically give you the invite link and you'll be able to quickly get in and have some fun it's a great positive place and yeah it's just it's just a lot of fun there's always funny discussions going on and just a lot of nice people there. So please check that out. Well, that'll do it for this week. So for Nathan, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.